Blog Talk Radio. Hello, is anybody else on there? Hello? Hey, Natsound, can you hear me now? Because I sure can't hear you. Okay, guys, can you hear me possibly? Now I can hear you. What's going on, man? Uh, that was a heck of a I don't game. Know. Blog, a slow game. Blog talk, blog talk Radio is screwing the pooch, as I'd like to say. Let me just tell Dave to call back in. This is what happens with amateur radio. There's Dave. Let's see if he can hear me now. I think must have fallen asleep because the game was so long. <laughs> Dave, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now, Dave? Hello? Hello? Yeah. Yes, I can hear you now. I called back okay. in. Apparently, that was a problem. Now it's all working. Let's start this over again. That's down. We can all be joyous about this since it was a win today instead of being... Yay! <laughs> ...the Nationals had lost and this happened. So, let's just start again like nothing happened. Hello, Nats Town. Welcome to Nats Nightly, sponsored by FederalBaseball.com. This is Patrick Reddington from Federal Baseball. Dave Nichols and Doghouse from Federal Baseball on the line after the Nationals... Hello. Eight- Eight three win in Dodger Stadium. Stop saying hello. We're all on the line. Hello. Now. The Nationals got a big eight to three win over the Dodgers in L.A. Dave, Jason Worth was a big day at the plate. Uh, big home run late in the game to give them some breathing room there after they took a four three lead in the ninth with a three for four day, two runs, two RBIs, one walk for Worth. Uh, just huge blast in the ninth there. It was a pressure-filled game. Uh, that just gave them all the room they needed. They added three more runs there for an 8-3 lead, but you can't uh, overstate how big that home run by Worth was to kind of give them some breathing room. I want to say breathing no, room to, one to more borrow, time. I was going to say, to borrow a phrase from the uh, from the political discourse going on right now, it was huge. Uh, <laughs> you know, it was a nail-biter most of the day. 
Um, and I love I love the way that the, the, the broadcasters, almost to a man, describe how closers, the theoretical or the mythical uh, animal, the, the, the closer, comes into the game when it's not a, a safe situation. How they automatically dump saves are dumb. So that so that automatically. <laughs> Uh, you know, alleviates that pitcher from any responsibility as to what might happen uh, in the game because it's not a safe situation. Um, when Mark Melanson came in in a non-safe situation and threw 12 pitches and got and got the inning over without a problem, Kaylee Jansen, he threw a cutter. It didn't cut. Uh, Jason Worth was sitting on it, jumped all over it, damn near hit it out of Dodger Stadium. It was a great, uh, great swing, um, you know, just really uh, – you know, to borrow another trite phrase, put the nail in the coffin, uh, and then Jansen loses the plate. And at that point, you can totally see, okay, Jansen's falling apart because he gave up the home run, and now he, you know, he walks, he hits a guy, um, completely falls apart. But uh, yeah, just a just a really taut, tense ball game the entire way. Uh, made even worse, um, even more uh, tense by all the pitching changes and. Um, and all the pitches and and everything else. So so yeah, it was uh, it was a fun way to spend an afternoon watching baseball. It was even more fun uh, since the Nats ended up winning. Um, but but just this this was the pivotal game of the series. And I wrote about this before this series started. Uh, for those of you that, that are still bothering to to read what we write instead of just um, listening to us talk, um, I said the Geo game was going to be the pivotal game of the series. Uh, it turns out to be even with that, without not much of it having to do with Gio Gonzalez. I mean, game threes are, are always pivotal, um, but it was going to come down to, to whether Gio was going to be able to get the job done or not against the Dodgers' left-handed hitters. Turns out, not so much Gio, but still a pivotal win. It allows the Nats to stick with the script to go with Ross and, and Lopez tomorrow as opposed to pitching Scherzer on three days rest. So um, just a positive result all the way around for the Nats today. Going back to Gio Gonzalez's doghouse, uh, he held the Dodgers to one run on three hits in six innings in July when he faced them in D.C., three and one in five career starts versus L.A., a one six nine ERA against the Dodgers, a three two one ERA in three career postseason starts. Uh, he gave up a one-out walk early, comes in quickly, a RBI double by Corey Seager. Uh, I'll talk about Corey Seager later, who has a home run, run in an RBI in his first at bat in the three games so far here, but uh, Gio Gonzalez holds him off the board in the second fourth, but falling behind often, uh, throwing a lot of pitches, gives up a one-out single by Jock Peterson, a two-run home run by Carlos Ruiz in, uh, what inning was that, in fifth inning? Whatever it was. Something yeah, like that. Fifth inning run, that was Ruiz's first home win. run. Ruiz's first home run since April 27th when he took Sammy Solis deep, one of four home runs uh, this calendar year by Ruiz, uh, two of them off of Gonzalez now, three against the Nationals, but not exactly a solid outing by Gio Gonzalez, but uh, never gave up the lead, 4-3 there. Dusty Baker went to the pen probably at the right time because Gio was throwing a lot of pitches, falling behind, and then gave up that blast. No, it was about the, the, the Gio playoff appearance we expect, four or five innings, two or three runs or four. Uh, so this, this is about the, the median high side of, of the appearance that we're going to get out of Geo. Uh, fortunately, Kenta Maeda was awful, and uh, the, the the Dodgers bullpen kept it together for a little while, but then they fell apart too again. And, and Jansen, Jansen was terrible, as uh, as, uh, as Dave has already described. I mean, the, the whole thing. Wow, this this game was a battle of attrition. 
this this was quite frankly the the Guadalcanal of playoff games right here. But this, I snuck out of work early to go watch this game in the bar downstairs from my office. It started during happy hour and it ended during countdown, as far as I can tell. This this was brutally long. Oh my gosh. Uh, Baez, in my opinion, wins the Jesus Column A Memorial Slow Pitch Award. This, 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 was, this, this was a ruthlessly long game, and we can't even put it all on Geo. I mean, like maybe one-third of the slowness we can put on Geo tonight. But he was about the playoff Geo that we've come to, to get used to here, which is honestly not that great. But... Uh, you know, to to be honest, most of the starts we've seen so far, and by most I mean all of them, have not been that great. So going forward, seeing what we're probably going to get tomorrow, the tandem the tandem start in uh, with with Ross and Lopez should probably be about as good as anything, and we can consider that two headed monster to be our starter. They'll probably give the uh, the bullpen a little bit of relief. Let's hope. Dave, we mentioned Kenta Maeda, his first season in the majors, first postseason start in MLB after an eight-year career with the Hiroshima Carp in the Japanese Central League, 16-11, 3-4-8 ERA, 3-5-8, 50 walks, uh, 2.56 walks per nine, 179 Ks, 9.17 Ks per nine, 175 and two-thirds, uh, gives up an RBI double by Jason Worth early. Uh, RBI single by Harper, and then a two-run home run by Rendon in a 26-pitch third, 4-1 to one at that point. He's done after a really brief outing, three innings, five hits, four runs, four earned, two walks, four Ks. Uh, he's a good pitcher. He was not very good today. Uh, struggled with his command, as the Nationals made him pay for leaving a few pitches up there. The Rendon blast in particular just absolutely crushed. Yeah, absolutely, and, and you said it best. He is a good pitcher. He had a really good year. Um, was not good at all today. He'll probably end up being uh, third in the National League in, in Rookie of the Year, and it's kind of silly talking about a guy at, at his advanced uh, level uh, being a rookie, but he's a major league rookie, so uh, that counts. Uh, all that being said, um, yeah, he had he had trouble uh, locating his, his fastball today. Um, none of the breaking stuff really particularly worked, so that meant he had to um, he had to come with the fastball, and, and if you don't have um, if, if you're if you're that type of pitcher, if you're a, a control type of pitcher, and I say control because he's not a, he doesn't throw 98 miles an hour, um, you got to hit your spots, and he just didn't. Uh, the pitch that that Rendon hit um, was just center cut. I mean, it, it, he, they couldn't have put it on a tee any better. So um, it, it was good to see the Nats being able to take advantage um, of a pitcher that was struggling. Uh, we've we've seen it. Uh, you know, especially the last month or so of the season, as the Nats kind of um, were in cruise control down the stretch, that that they were being taken advantage of by by lesser pitchers. Um, that didn't happen today. They jumped all over a guy that didn't have his stuff, uh, got a lead, and and held on to it, and um, and then broke it open late. So it it just it, it makes for um, I don't know if it's a shifting of a narrative, but you know I, I think DC sports fans in in, in general kind of have a uh, woe is me attitude to, towards uh, towards everything, and, and you know, sort of rightfully so. They haven't had a team play for a conference championship since 1991, um, and this whole bad things happened to us type of deal. But today, bad things happened to the Dodgers. Their starter wasn't very good. Their closer sucked, and the Nats jumped all over both. Uh, 
can't say enough about the Nationals' bullpen doghouse. We talked about them last night, too. A great performance again today. Gio Gonzalez is out of there early, so Dusty Baker has to lean on his relievers a bit. One and two-thirds scoreless. One hit, one walk for Sammy Solis, who apparently is Dusty Baker's favorite pitcher because he throws him out there in tough situations whenever he can. Uh, Oliver Perez, a third of an inning, gives up a hit, strikes out one batter. One and two-thirds from Sean Kelly, three Ks from him. Really dominant performance by him. I was impressed with what he did. And then Melanson comes on to finish it after the Nationals jumped ahead eight to three. Yeah, the, the, the bullpen's just been fantastic uh, all, all all throughout the, the postseason so far. Uh, Solis, after only uh, getting one out last night, and we were texting back and forth, and I was I was jumping up and down, screaming practically, why why didn't Solis hit? Why wasn't Solis still batting? Why didn't Solis get the win, even though pitcher wins are dumb? Uh, I, I guess that was so he could get five outs today and, and, and shut me up again. Uh, but, uh, uh, again, a really great dominant performance by the, by the Nets bullpen. We, we've certainly seen that clearly trading away Felipe Rivero was the, the, the magic ingredient, the special sauce to make Oliver Perez become effective. And, and now all problems have been solved. And Mark, the proverbial rented mule, Melanson, will pitch in the ninth no matter what until his arm falls off. Go, Dusty. Get your money's worth out of that guy. <laughs> Dave, neither of the uh, teams have named their fourth starter yet. I have three-quarters of an article uh, ready waiting for them to make their decisions. But if you're the Dodgers now, uh, before the game, Dave Roberts said, we know that Julio Urias is – Right now, it's scheduled to start regardless, but after today, there's no absolutes we can change. We do have Clayton Kershaw available. We just haven't decided as an organization what makes the most sense, whether it's a win or loss today. We're still going to do a good job of focusing on today and have those two options, very good options. We'll discuss it after the game. Uh, is there any way with the season on the line, down 2-1 in the series now, best of five series, uh, that they don't go back to Clayton Kershaw? Do you save him for game five, knowing that uh, – He'd be pushing him on short rest when he missed two months of the season, just came back in September after a herniated disc. Uh, anyway, you don't throw Clayton Kershaw in the must-win and then do what you have to do in game five. I'm just glad that that decision is having to be made on that side of the, of the world, and I say that <laughs> side since I'm in Pacific time. I'm glad that the Dodgers have to make that decision as opposed to the Nationals for tomorrow. The Nationals now have the luxury of going with Ross and Lopez tomorrow. I think the Dodgers have to go to Kershaw, and it's a shame because he is your your workhorse, your best player. And um, you know, this for, he wasn't particularly good in Game One, as Scherzer was not. Um, you're further reducing his capacity, making him pitch on on short rest, and you throw in the injury factor. This is a guy that you don't want to screw around with, you know, with with potential you know long term damage uh, to, to his health. But I don't think they have a choice. I think that in a do-or-die situation here, um, if Kershaw says, yeah, I can handle it, then you've got to pitch him. Um, and, and, you know, they have to hope that, that, that he can give them enough um, because, because the Nats have been having pretty good at-bats against their bullpen in general. Um, but, again, you, we, we talked about, uh, um, about the bullpens. The Nats have the luxury of throwing two guys that you know can give – both of them can give you four innings as opposed to having to turn the pen again. If Kershaw can't get it done, um, has to come out early, then the Dodgers might turn to Urias who can give them multiple innings, but that's the guy that you just told you don't trust the pitch in game four to begin with. So, um, again, I'm glad the Dodgers have this discussion and not the Nationals right now. 
So I guess before we sign off, I want to give Ryan Zimmerman a little love since he was getting beat up early in the game. Uh, 0 for 11 with the bases loaded in the regular season, which is kind of brutal. Uh, he caved with the bases loaded in the top of the first inning. The Nationals had a chance to get on uh, Dodgers early there. Uh, he didn't come through there, but later in the game, after Worth hit the home run to put them up, by two runs, Zimmerman comes through with a big two-run double, a catchable ball there by Josh Reddick, who I think didn't need the leap necessarily, left and had it bounce off his wrist. Uh, opposite field blast, drives in two runs there. I'm totally ignoring the look on Daniel Murphy's face when he was coming around the bases there, but Ryan Zimmerman comes up big, put it out there, and made someone have to try to catch it, and drove in two more runs there, 7-3 to three at that point, and then scored to go up 8-3. Well, not to go all FP on you all, but see what happens when you put in put the ball in play. Good things happen, and uh, <laughs> much less what happened. What was on uh, Murphy's face? If you watch Zimmerman's face on the replays, he's coming around. You know, Lopez is or uh, Davy Lopes is going to give him uh, knocks, and and Zim is like, no, that's caught. What what are you even doing? And and then he just <laughs> the look of surprise when it's in and out of a glove there because Reddick is apparently a showboater. Boom, there you go. Don't show off, kids, you kids at home. Make the catch first. Use two hands. That's, that's why you got two of them. But uh, that's honestly, Zim's been hitting the ball hard this entire playoff series. Uh, he's been hitting the ball hard since he came back off the DL, and he's been getting nothing to show for it, which is a darn shame because he's still a good hitter. Uh, he'll, he'll still chase. He has about the same eye as he's had. But uh, he's, he's a good hitter, and he can come through for this team. And, okay, I'm partly saying that because I'm, I'm a sentimental jerk and a homer, and I, I want Zim to succeed and do something critical for the team just because he's Zim. But that, that potential is there, and it's not unreasonable to expect. He's showing us the fundamentals. He's hitting the ball hard. He's putting it in play. He's not being as terrible as Danny Espinosa is who actually managed to take a hit-by-pitch on a strike today, which uh, is, is something I wanted to make sure to mention. <laughs> he did throw his elbow in there a little bit, yes. The Nationals take game three, guarantee that at the very least they can go back for game five if they don't win tomorrow, so we're not jinxing anything by being excited about the win. It just puts the Nationals in a good position, that's all. Is that uh, suitably uh, humble there, everyone? Can we all agree on that? <laughs> Hashtag no such thing as jinx. <laughs> That's nightly sponsored by federalbaseball.com. If we missed anything, blame Bog Talk Radio or AT&T, whoever messed up the start of the show. Talk to you guys tomorrow night. Go Nats.